Tune in to FC Popcorn to catch us discussing new trending topics. Remember to subscribe and follow us on your favorite podcast platform to never miss an episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of FC Popcorn, a film companion original podcast. I'm Suchin, and today we are talking all things Telugu cinema with uh, Ram Venkat Shrikar, who is uh, FC's resident Telugu uh, journalist and, and critic. Uh, Ram, thank you for doing this. Thanks for being here. I mean, like, glad to be here. Finally, I get to interact with the streaming man of India. I've been I've been following your work since 2020, Suchin. Uh, it is really really cool to have you here. We've obviously talked about all this kind of stuff informally, but I was like, this would be a really cool podcast to do. Um, and I really just wanted to pick your brain on all things Telugu cinema, whether it's it's this year and how it's faring, whether it's the pan India hype uh, and beyond the insane fan culture. Um, and and yeah, Telugu cinema is just this industry that everyone has obviously been looking a lot at a lot more closely recently as this big, very, very exciting film industry. Obviously, there's the, the Bahubali's and the Rajamoli uh, sort of phenomenon that has helped that. But I want to start, I think, with just 2023. So let's, if you just look at that, give us a sense as someone who's interviewing and reviewing week in, week out. Uh, what is this year for you? Is it an exciting year? How, how the films? How, how do you feel about 2023? It's it's been a happening year to be honest. It's not like nothing. So there was a time in in Feb where nothing was happening, nothing interesting was happening. But then we still had a film like a film like Vati or uh, or, or or a mid level film like yeah. writer Padma Bhushan. See what I'm trying to say is that even when a triple R is not happening or a Pushpa is not happening, there are we are still getting many films that we can talk about, we can discuss. So there the flow has been constant. From January to to what October now, week in and week out, the flow has been pretty good. There hasn't been a dull month of sorts so far. I mean, like something's happening, something interesting is popping up. Uh, it, it, yeah, there hasn't been a Tiplar or a Pushpa. <laughs> Nothing like exploded out of the states. I was hoping Dasara would be that, but I don't know. Uh, Dasara didn't go out of. It wasn't a Kantar or it wasn't a Pushpa. I mean, that doesn't mean it was a bad film or anything. I, it was a very interesting film. Uh, it's been an interesting year, man. It's been an interesting year. Uh, the best part of this year would be the smaller ones like Balagam, a film called uh, Balagam, directed yeah. by uh, Venu, directed by Venu Yeldindi. He, if you, if you, it's a very, very, it's a kind of story that we never get to see. Even in indie space, uh, see, Telugu films, the indie culture has never existed so strongly here, right? It, the parallel movement has never been uh, that prominent here. So when a film like Balagam uh, comes out, which is backed by a major production house, but it, it still is very indie and very rooted at its heart. When that happens and that film does so well the way it did, it, it did very well, okay, and it makes me very happy when stories like this find uh, find their audiences. And Balagam is a film that did very well theatrically. It's a beautiful film. It's about it's about a family uh, where the patriarch dies and how the extended family processes it. Okay, so it's like that you know the material versus life yeah. that it touches on those themes. Something like a Ram Prasad ki theory or you know if if I have to. Yeah. Uh, give a reference. Balagam would be a film like that, but the way it is done with with humor and with emotions, it was it was so whole wholehearted, and it was one of the first times we saw the culture of 
telangana be represented so beautifully yeah. you know it it romanticizes the customs it romanticizes uh, the food uh, the culture uh, everything every little thing about uh, a household a telangana household a telangana village it was beautiful and i was so happy that the film did very well so balagam was 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 out of syllabus uh, that was beautiful no so when you say that uh, just to put it when you say that you know telugu cinema doesn't have that parallel movement the smaller films you know aren't something that you see champion a lot would you put a, a care of kanchanapalam in the same category of like a smaller film uh, which which is which again sort of you know it's as small as it gets for for a mainstream film back yeah, by yeah, yeah. is it in the same sort of category yeah kind of uh, see the difference would be that care of kanchanapalam was made by independent producers okay uh, and then it was picked up by suresh productions it was distributed by them they made sure that the film got its visibility yeah. but balagam was produced by dilraju and his children so okay. dilraju is like like uh, how do you put he is he is a pretty big producer here he is okay. back he has he's worked with all the big stars i mean like i'm pretty sure if you take the list of uh, top 10 uh, telugu films i'm pretty sure dilraju must be associated with at least five or six of them And so for him to champion something smaller is, is yeah guess. yeah that to me is a very uh, healthy sign um so if you're saying that i mean it sounds because it's so weird to me because when i was asking you that about like how this year's fairing i feel like before our job as critics was if somebody said how is this year we only think about uh the good films let me think about how many like meaningful movies have there been uh but i find myself thinking so much more about box office post pandemic because now i'm thinking about the health of the film industry so exactly i'm also thinking like how many hits have there been which i never cared about before that's not our job but now i do because i want people to go to theaters and i need i need things to do well so has it been a good year commercially commercially yeah commercially yeah it's been like see it's in that sense i think this is where the fan culture comes into place this is where the audience behavior comes into place because telugu people love films yeah okay it, it's just that uh, we we love films man even like if if you say that a film is bad we would still want to find out on our own why the film is bad yeah take in 2018 2017 when i was uh, when i was studying or when i was working when i wasn't in journalism when watching films and writing about them wasn't my profession Yeah. If somebody would tell me that this this mediocre this this average film like I'm not talking about a Bahubali or a Bahubali two, yeah, yeah I'm talking about this Telugu film. Say I don't even know. There's there's a film called Saksham. Okay, it released in 2018. Somebody told me that the film was bad, but I was like, I'm gonna watch it and find out myself. Yeah. So I think I represent a common Telugu viewer. Uh, you know, forget all the FC, forget critic. forget writing about films forget interviews and all i am a very average telugu cinema viewer it's very easy to please me it's yeah. very too easy it's very easy to make me happy with a telugu film okay so and we love watching films we we would go to watch if if the best thing is if you give us a watchable film and we'll make it a blockbuster because that's one thing that i've heard a lot about uh, you know the telugu audience is so theater friendly like they love going to the movies like they yeah. really and that's yeah. what i mean the other industry like is craving that that's all they want right like an audience yeah. the exactly see again i'm i'm not saying that our standards are low that's not what i'm uh, implying it's just that we like to we like to enjoy we like to have fun 
So give us a watchable film and we'll make it a blockbuster. And that's why you take something like Jailer, uh, take something like Jailer for the kind of for uh, Jailer like a film. It had no promotions here, not a single event, not a single interview. But for the kind of numbers it's doing, it's it's insane. And that's where I feel that Telugu audience are because you know they they crave films and uh, they really don't uh, uh, you know demarcate industries or languages. You give us a good film, uh, we'll watch it. Something like Sapta Sagar Dache Yellow, Side A, yeah. that did very well. Apparently, I've been told that did very well here. And Siddharth's uh, Chitta, I hope you have seen Chitta. No, but I've heard so much about it that I really want to check it's it out. A, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a haunting film. It's a wonderful film. Watch it. I think it drops on OTT tomorrow or the day after. So uh, that is still doing well in, in Hyderabad. So... Yeah, so financially, I think there have been a lot of successful films, be it Dasara, be it Virupaksha. Dasara did very well here. Uh, Dasara did very well here. And yeah, and like you said, I am someone who has always advocated that as audience, you should never care about box office. Like for instance, I think uh, plugging uh, FC producer Sadda from 2019, Joya Akhtar says this, like if I want to go to a restaurant, why should I care about uh, how much money the restaurant is making? Yeah. I can go to the restaurant if I like the vibe of it. If I like the food, I'll go. I'll I'll have food. I'll go with my friends because I like the vibe. I, that's how I believe film consuming films should also be like. But right now, I'm like, I want some films to succeed because I know that it will, you know, influence another producer or another filmmaker to make a better film or to give them confidence that, okay, if we can make, if we, if we make a film like this, people might come to theaters. It will give that, it will instill that confidence. So that's why I want certain films to do well. I mean, like, otherwise we have films like uh, the Valter Virayas, the Veera Simharadis, the Sankranti, the big Sankranti releases that yeah. are going to pull audience. So that's going to exist anyway. And I don't think that culture will ever go away. I also feel like it's weird now that you said that it feels like for me, it's never been more, you know, people always say this, you know, for a long time, people have said, if you, the kinds of films audiences are watching are the kinds of films that are going to get made. It's, you know, that is producer 101. But I feel like it's never been more true. It's never felt more black and white. Like we can literally see it in real time. The films that are doing well are the carbon copies that are coming out, whether it's the Bahubali's and Pushpas of the world. And I think it's because I'm guessing post pandemic, all everyone is so shit scared and so risk averse to only do play the hits that it's never been more important for us to go and like support the smaller film because if it's the only way those films will ever get made. Um, but you mentioned, um, you mentioned Jayla. So one thing I really want to talk to you about mass movies because that's like a big buzzword right now. Right. Which is uh, obviously, you know, uh, Tamil Telugu cinema has, has like a rich heritage of them. They keep saying that last few years, Hindi cinema, you know, lost, uh, lost the connect with the audience in terms of what, Move, you know, which movies the audience want to watch. And then you feel like this year, Shah Rukh Khan has really brought it back. You know, the, the mass movie, Atli, uh, Pathan. And, and so now there's, there's a lot of talk about mass movies, post-Javan, right? Uh, and, and even with Jailer, which is a film I loved. Um, and I think it's, and for me, like, you know, I've only sort of uh, been watching these films for the last few years. Uh, it's always Tamil and Telugu cinema. And I, I, the most of the mass movies I've seen are from Tamil cinema. So what, so if somebody loves mass movies, uh, you know, how would you compare Tamil and Telugu cinema? Where where are the sort of more of the for the big, large-hearted, full-bodied mass movie? 
you know how is the telugu cinema fair and like do you have some favorites i do i do i do see but see this comparison see i have a theory but i might get cancelled for 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 saying this theory i have always felt that tamil films are a bit more serious okay. as a telugu guy who grew up watching telugu films i've always felt whenever i looked at tamil films even even the masi films i've always felt that tamil films were a bit high on emotions and in telugu when when they are making a mass masala movie the filmmaker always wants to keep the the viewer comfortable okay he doesn't want to hurt the viewer he doesn't want to disturb the viewer he doesn't want to put a put a, a nasty scene or a or a gory image or a or a graphic idea filmmakers are, are always very conscious about that at least in the in the past 10 years the 90s and the early 2000s the kind of films that i grew up watching they are like films that were too violent i feel that it's it's always more palatable than uh than a, a tamil mass movie in th- for instance i'll give you a very simple example uh i don't think there has been a tamil uh, a telugu film in which a major movie character dies in the final act until rangasthalam um but sorry yeah. when you said that my first thought was how do you explain a dasra you know the nani film where it is very heavy it is very violent and that is a mass movie in service of shedding light on some horrible inequality and social evils right it makes you very uncomfortable so is that yeah but sense? when does the when does the most disturbing uh, scene in the film happen interval yeah then you have the entire second half to comfort the viewer right correct there is a dance sequence in uh, in the second half there is a light song there is some drama in the second half okay but if you take something like rangasthalam a major character dies in like what in the third act yeah okay it, it's a very risky thing it's a very very risky thing because it's it's very disturbing and te- in in telugu films if you look at telugu films children never die and i always had this feeling that if 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 a kid dies in the film that film won't do well there have been exceptions i'm i'm sure there will be one over smart cinephile who will comment under this saying that but in that film this kid was killed but this film was a blockbuster i'm sure there are outliers but yeah. on a holistic level if a kid dies in a film that telugu film won't uh, work so there are things like this oh, i'm so sorry if i'm taking so much time the point is that i've always felt i've always felt tamil films were a little more serious and little more high on emotions telugu films uh, always uh, wanted to keep the viewer lively i mean like they always try to make you uh, laugh there is some uh, element of entertainment popping up even after a even after a horrendous sequence even after a horrifying kill even after a super horrifying super sad scene immediately there will be a com- comedy scene to lighten you up Yeah. That sounds contextually interesting. No, so I had two thoughts about Tamil cinema when you said it tends to be more serious. You said that, you know, uh, about uh, child characters dying. I thought of Atlee's movies. I mean, he loves like yeah. his movies. And it's so interesting because he's going for that larger than life hype. But like Atlee will not allude to the horror. He won't allude to the dog dying. He will show you. He won't allude to suicide. He'll show you the neck breaking. Like he loves underlining that stuff. But I want yeah. to talk about Um, something I, I I spoke to Vishal uh, when we did a podcast with him, Vishal Manan from FC, and I was just trying to give him a breakdown. I was like, if you had to, in a sentence, uh, walk us through the differences between Malayalam cinema, um, Telugu and Tamil cinema, uh, sensibility-wise. And he said, there's a producers call it. I think they call it dosage. Is it voltage or dosage? Dose. Said, meter. Meter. 
Yeah, yeah. Peter. That uh, Malayalam cinema, you add 15% and, and heighten it up. You get Tamil cinema. You you exaggerate that, put it all the way up. You get Telugu cinema. Is that about right? It is. It is. It is. See, you take something like Lucifer. It's yeah. a mass film. It's a yeah. mass movie. Okay. Love But it. there is nothing conventional mass in that film. Yeah. There are no like we, we see. There are a few traits for a mass to execute a mass moment, right? Like pumping BGM, slow motion. You know the hero steps is uh, put on on the ground, and you see dust flying away. Nothing happens in Lucifer. It's a three-hour film, and Mohanlal is in for forty-five minutes. And but every time Mohanlal shows up, it's a film that plays with this aura, right? But you you look at the remake. You look at the remake, Telugu remake. Yeah. Chiranjeevi is doing everything. Yeah. Because the viewer wants to see Chiranjeevi. You can't hold Chiranjeevi uh, away from the audience. You can't keep him in the shadows. He has to be on the screen. He has to be in that low angle. His image has to be projected. It's larger than life. He is larger than. I'm not saying that Mohanlal is not larger than life, but yeah. it's just that we are not very subtle in that. Is what I would say. We are not that subtle. Yeah, we want. I I don't know, man. You know, you have seen Telugu films. I don't think. uh yeah i need to corroborate yeah the style that we we stick to yeah but that's pretty accurate the the dosage um the dosage yeah. thing is pretty accurate yeah um speaking of being unsubtle i need to uh, the other thing i really wanted to pick your brain on is the rise of the pan india film it was an annoying buzzword for 6 years but then it it keeps going on and so i don't know i mean like obviously post bahubali that changed in everyone is trying to make watered down versions of seen 50000 versions of it and now the pan india phenomenon is still carrying on everyone you know still trying to assemble projects i'll get one actor from, you know it's a telugu film i'll get one bollywood actor or vice versa so um and obviously like yeah then you see the pushpas and rrrs of the world so do you think i mean it, it feels like it's not stopping anytime soon you know we we, we every couple of months is a new big announcement for a new magnum opus or whatever so do you think pan india films are here to stay and i mean do they still excite you when you get one of those announcements are you tired or is it a case by case basis yeah at one point i was very happy so it's it's like stages okay when bahubali 2 did very well and they announced saira they announced saira which was i uh, they announced it in 2018 yeah. and i was very happy that oh my god finally chiranjeevi the actor i have seen and enjoyed for 23 years now the country is going to see him we are we going to oh and no no i still like it i you still like saira like it See, there are parts of it that I enjoyed immensely, and then there are parts of it that I felt were outright trash. But I, I, I had fun watching Saira. I, I had fun watching Saira. I wouldn't dismiss the film, honestly. I had fun watching the film. So my idea was like, okay, our actors, the stars that you have, you know, admired for so long, now they are going national. Now they are crossing boundaries. So that idea was very, uh, what do you call, uh, gratifying. you felt uh, uh, represented you felt validated uh, when that happened uh, but then we reached the point where i'm like i don't care anymore i mean like when everybody is trying to make a pan india film and every time they launch a new poster it has tamil telugu kannada malayalam hindi i'm like come on stop it i mean like i'm at the end of the day it's gold mines uh, that's going to release your film on youtube so please don't call it pan india so uh so it, it became a joke it became a joke pretty pretty soon okay it became a joke pretty soon i don't think it has any value 
at the moment apart from you know boosting one's own ego that okay i'm making a pan india film the thing is you can't make a pan india film it has to become a pan india film yeah kantara when it was released on i think it was september 30th i guess september 30th 2022 when it was released it was just a couple of people talking about something interesting called kantara coming out from karnataka people yeah. like guys the trailer looks interesting it might be interesting give it a shot if it's playing in a multiplex near you that was the discourse surrounding kantara the day it came out or the weekend it came out but where the film went like two weeks from its original release date you know it man you can't reverse engineer a pan india film yeah you can't you just can't it has to work for the people and that is why i call film industry the most magical and the most chaotic and the most uncertain risky business you can't predict you can try everything you can try to make a product but you never know whether uh, the, the the consumer will will embrace it right you can't you just can't there have uh, been so many films where they tried and they they, they failed miserably when we when i was talking to you about this earlier today there's one distinction that that sort of formed in my head which i thought was quite interesting which is technically if you now look at it there are two kinds of pan india film right there is the the pan india film that it's in it's inbuilt into the dna from the start it is a proposal right and mm-hmm. then there's a pan india film we're only calling pan india because it happened to get it is a very localized film that got success yeah. everywhere so uh, kantara is a great example uh, 2018 from malayalam cinema this is a great example um uh maybe a jailer or pushpa is a great example these films which were, i'm assuming when they put them together they were aiming to make a big commercial film for themselves that's um, kgf was supposed yeah. to be a kannada film no yeah exactly great example kgf and that's the one and those are the ones that are exciting because now if you're telling me there's a great kannada gangster film i want to watch it you want to package it however you want to but all these films where you can see when you know the poster announcement and they'll say the indian distributor is in conjunction with that production house that actor you just take one of these one of these one of these and then you it, like you see through it in 10 seconds beat the houses beat the clothes people are wearing beats the beat the geography of uh, the place the film is set in when a viewer from from mumbai watches watches a film like uh, lucifer or uh, say any average an, a regular tamil film or a telugu uh, film or a, kerala film they are entering a new world but if you are trying to create a world that they are already familiar with it won't work there is no magic in that yeah. people liked pushpa because the forests you know the forests the villages you know the lungis that allurjun was wearing their costumes everything felt so real and so new everything was amusing in pushpa same with kgf but again you can't engineer it you can't make a pushpa and kgf you will end up with the king of kota yeah which everyone is trying to do right now they literally would have exactly there was a film called michael in telugu earlier this this year in february which is like yeah. which i felt was like it was trying to emulate exactly what kgf did what is it the work? Uh, there was another film from kannada cinema this year that looked like a it was literally just uh it looked like bts from pendra film kabza 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 which which obviously fell through and it just looked like that exact same aesthetic they literally like there's no i would i've not seen the film but it's clearly just trying to jump on yeah. that trend. um but speaking of 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 pandey from the other thing i wanted to get your take on because i know you have a contrarian take on this is prabhas which is uh it's it's a touchy topic nowadays for a lot of people 
I think that the dom the typical narrative which I tend to subscribe to is you know post Bahubali everyone wanted to capitalize on to recapture you know magic in a bottle and obviously we now know the reason for that is Rajamouli it's him not to take away from 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 the stars or anything and everyone's now throwing these blank checks at Prabhas we've seen it over three four films and it you know the the, the the from the outside it just looks like everyone just keeps throwing money as if he's a big ROI you know return investment in the box office but. The, the films aren't good, you know. If you're not championing the films, just putting a star in a bad film, and he's had like multiple flops, and I mean flops in the sense of a movie that's not very good. Uh, but you seem to be still sort of holding out hope, even though I'm very excited for Salar. Um, so you yeah. you don't like it's I don't know I don't know a better word than laziness or some like from Prabhas's perspective, it just seems like he's jumping on big ships where there's no substance there. See what I say is what happened with Prabhas. He's like a specimen to understand what not to do. Okay. See when it no, I'm I'm not saying it in a in a mock yeah. as a mockery. Yeah. See when Suchin when in 2017 when Saho was announced, when they said that this Telugu film is going to be a pan India film, like I said, it was very exciting. It was the first time we were creating a pan India film. Like it was the first time the collaboration was happening. So okay. back then it was very exciting. When Saho, when these announcements were coming out, when they were saying that Shraddha Kapoor on board, Neil Nitin Mukesh on board, Arun Vijay from Tamil on board, back then it was very exciting. So you're saying you're saying the movies are not exciting, the creative, the Instagram announcement is exciting. Now, I mean, like the idea that we are going big, yeah. that looks it had so much promise. It was so much fun. I mean, like, okay, Prabhas is now foraying into Bollywood. Prabhas is now Prabhas is acting with Shraddha Kapoor. Uh, Chunky Pandey is a villain in his film. Uh, the fact that see, it's not about the individuals. It's about the yep. collaboration that I'm talking about. Yep. And back then, it felt like this is how the future is going to look like. At least for a brief period of time, I felt that okay, this is how we are going. This is how we take Telugu industry forward. Then Saho happens, which which I don't like it. I I still think it's a very bad film. It's a very confused film. There are people who say that it has an intricate screenplay and all. I don't believe that. It's it's a very messy film. Yeah. Uh, I it's it's not a good film. See, simple. If it was a good film, it would have worked. We are we are Telugu people. You give us a good film and we'll make it a blockbuster. We don't care about the stars and all. Very rarely do we you know uh, go wrong with a. Film very rarely. I'm talking about Ante Sundaraniki, but uh, then if you give us a good film, people would have loved it. No, people didn't like the film. It's not a Bahubali. It's clearly it's not a Bahubali, right? You can see yeah. the uh, the difference. Although people will say that it has you know it raked in the biggest opening weekend ever. Okay, numbers, numbers, that all okay. Even Adipurush. I went on Wikipedia. Ah. is one of the highest grossing films of the year. Absolutely not. That exactly. It might be a highest grossing film, but you know whether people have liked it or not. I'm talking about that. That merit is what I'm talking about. So back then it looked very interesting. The Radhesham looked very interesting on paper. And Adhikuru shoot an adaptation of Ramayana. How can you go wrong with it? How can you go wrong with it? There is no way you can mess it up, right? That was, I'm pretty sure this is how Prabhas also processed these ideas, right? But see, again, one more mistake or see, I'm nobody to judge. I'm a nobody. Yeah, but yeah. And nobody respects us anyway because all we do is uh, simply sit and talk about uh, way more successful people than us. So yeah, which is actually right also. But but what I feel is that the way Prabhas 
announced his films years ahead of uh, their actual release instead of testing waters instead of seeing what will happen instead of seeing how this might how you know the climate might change yeah. adi purush was announced in 2020 radheshyam was announced in 2017 18 they started making the film in 2018 and they released it in 2020 it's a four year gap a lot of things changed in between right a lot of things changed so i i felt where prabhas missed the mark is probably he should have foreseen i mean like there's no way one can foresee yeah uh things but he should have waited one project at a time wait see for see how saho does and then take a judgment based on where you should be heading instead of saying yes to radheshyam instead of saying yes to uh adipurush and before adipurush comes out you have project k coming up you have salar so maybe i feel like he should have waited all that being said I genuinely believe one decent Telugu film is what Prabhas needs, and I'm yeah. pretty sure the film that he is doing with Maruti, okay, and Maruti is a proper commercial director. He's yeah. an entertainer. He makes films for normal viewers. It it won't be he he's not a filmmaker who will think much about filmmaking the craft and all, but his films are very entertaining. Yeah, that's the kind of film Prabhas needs right now, and I'm pretty sure. So what I'm you- hoping. Yeah. What do you make of Salar and Project K? Do you think that uh, are they exciting to you in any way? Project K, I'm more interested in the idea of yeah. a Telugu film going global and having Kamal Hassan. Also, what uh, excites me about it is uh, is the fact that uh, I think it's much more true for Bollywood. Actually, Tamil and Telugu cinema, you have a lot more experimentation, but we have big no-go genres. You do not touch animation. You do not touch sci-fi. uh there are a couple of others but these are just considered like you know you don't touch that stuff and so it limits our imagination but 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 in you know tamil telugu there is a lot more imagination there are time travel films there are all kinds of things so yeah. yeah that is what again excites me that you know can this can you break that myth that audiences do want to see sci-fi see it's it's nothing like that i see speaking of uh no go genres you take something like sitaramam yeah sitaramam is like i personally felt would watch this film because in, on paper it is risky on every level yeah on paper dulkar salman malayalam actor yeah. mrunal thakur not tested in telugu popular actor but she hasn't made a she hadn't made a mark in telugu before sitaramam yeah. anuragapudi is a very interesting filmmaker but he has been a hit and miss with the audience his films are interesting nevertheless but they haven't always worked with the his films have been appreciated after their theatrical run is that kind of a filmmaker so on paper it looked very uh, risky but look at the kind of response the film got yeah. and so the massive film. massive massive hit and it bought love stories back right any film who's back back yeah now they are saying that hanuragopudi might be collaborating with prabhas for his next yeah uh, that would have been more exciting a few years ago but that's still cool as a concept yeah so i'm saying there's nothing called no go genres it's just the myth and i have a feeling that if if it's done well see if if, if you take for that sense historic films have always been considered a boring genre if you actually think about it yeah historic yeah. films but look at look at the way bahubali managed to create a new world yeah look at say something like even something like uh, uh that film omrao's yeah. film with ajay devgan uh which one which one 
Homeroads film with Tanaji. Tanaji, yeah, yeah. I mean, That's even it. in uh, PS1, PS2, in, in that zone. In that yeah. Zone. If you conventionally look at them, the costume dramas are not very, they're not that attractive, right? Yeah. But look at the way these, these films have done and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very hopeful about Project K because I always believe Nageshwin is a very self-aware filmmaker. Yeah. He's not, uh, what do you call, the, see, so he made a, uh, he made a short for this Netflix anthology called Pitta Katham, which yeah. was over ambitious and it, it was very, it was very underwhelming. But Nageshwin came out and acknowledged it. Hmm. Okay. That it was over ambitious and it, it was underwritten. So I'm pretty sure he, he he has the awareness about what will work for the viewer and what doesn't. So I'm very hopeful about Project K and I'm I'm sure it'll yeah I'm sure this myths and all they don't really exist if, if they won't be they won't exist if one film does well yeah. And then uh, just I I just want to talk to you about the re- remainder of the year. Uh, you were saying in terms of like what excites you. Uh, you said there was a film next week that you really feel like could, I mean, a film that's coming out soon that you really feel like could change the dynamic. Uh, could change the, the dynamic, yeah. So it's uh, called Bhagavad Kesari. It stars Balakrishna. So it's a, it's going to be, I'm hoping it will be a unique film for Balakrishna because Balakrishna rarely plays characters. In most of the films, he's being himself. Yeah. Because you know that Balakrishna is this larger than life star. And people like watching him certain way. And that's how he is in every film. I'm pretty sure a, a, a part of it will be in Bhagavan Kesari as well. But at least from the trailer, at least from the promotional material that we have seen so far, you can see that he's trying to be a character. For instance, a comparison would be something like Vishwasam. Okay. And Ajit Kumar doing a Vishwasam where he's being a character. Where he's not just being an Ajit Kumar. Where he's... He is within the story, although he's still the towering presence of that story. Although he is central to the story, he's he is inside the story. He is not above the story. So I'm hoping that will happen with Bhagwan Kesari. I'm hoping that will happen because probably for the very first time, for a mass Telugu film, the trailer gave away the plot. The trailer gave away the plot, saying that this is a character, this guy, this person. Uh, he has his uh, niece. He wants to train his niece so well that she could go and join army. And there is the villain who looks like who has abduct, who's abducting the niece. So he has to go and save his niece. It's taken. Okay. Taken. That, that's all there. But the fact that a Telugu film made its point clear within, with its trailer tells a lot about the confidence of the filmmaker, I believe. Because I always feel that are the mainstream masala filmmakers they bank on the story very much. Yeah. Okay. They don't bank on the filmmaking or, or the craft. They yeah. always bank on that one twist or that one interval bang or that one climax twist. So they never tend to reveal their stories. But if you look at somebody like Rajamoli, he announces, he tells his story in press meets. There have been instances where he said that this is what my film is going to be about. There is this couple who are uh, who were torn apart for 400 years ago, they are being reincarnated and they'll unite. He told the story yeah. and same with Iga. So, so what I'm saying is that if a filmmaker has the guts to show his story in the trailer, I'm sure he will, he has more surprises in store or he believes in the screenplay or the filmmaking. And I hope that's going to happen with Bhagavad Kesari and Balakrishna is playing 
a character that's that's closer to his age so that's also very very uh you know encouraging and that that's very healthy yeah i think i mean we talked about this earlier but i think it's very interesting now that you because you have aging superstars you know you want to take a obviously different brackets different age groups so you take a rajikant to shahrukh khan to everyone and it's so interesting how i still think jayla is a fantastic example of how to embrace an age a, a, a superstar who's known for action movies like uh, you know i thought what uh, nelson did with jayla was insane where it is such a it's such a mass movie but you know there is no action rajikant has got barely any action scenes it is more about attitude and swag but it is it, it doesn't take away from any of it if anything it adds to it and i just think it's I guess we're going to enter that era now, right? To see that I mean, yeah. Shahrukh Khan has done Jawan, and I'm sure he wants to do five more of those. But how do you do it? Yeah. You know. Um. So, so yeah. I mean, I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how a lot of these filmmakers handle that, and that's all we want to see. You know. Um, Lucifer. Lucifer. Yeah. Mohanlal doesn't do anything. They they hardly like what one fight, yeah. the entire film or two. I mean, yeah. even in the end, he doesn't do anything. Prithviraj is doing like literally and metaphorically. <laughs> Prithviraj is doing everything for him. Yeah. Uh, but yes chiranjeevi yeah. fights so yeah. yeah and to me that's what i mean so sometimes that, i mean that's it's where i i saw jailer just after jawan and jawan is so unhinged and frenetic and jailer's in the world of mass movies very restrained and so that's i just love the fact that you don't uh, do less you know like less is more where it is about swag it is about presence it's about maybe brains or strategy it doesn't have to be about uh, going full action and it's it's also cool because he's a star he doesn't have to kick a kick a street fighter yeah you get my point he is rajnikanth he doesn't have to fight Ooh, with fight with some random weirdo right he is rajnikanth why should he fight so on that level also it worked very well very well in jailer i hope that's the path these people take it right it's more about the aura and the presence exactly. and not just with his actions ranjit had also tried it in yeah. kala where rajni is just there he is not doing much yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I think Kala is a great, like a fantastic mass movie. One of the greatest examples I think of a, a masala movie in service of something. Like you can actually do something very meaningful with that uh, genre. See, uh, there is a film called Khaleja in Telugu. Yeah. If you talk about a masala movie being very meaningful, yeah, I'll always suggest Khaleja. I think it's like I said, it's it's like my one of my all-time favorite films. It's the if somebody asks me about Telugu, it's that's the film i recommend it to them it's like it's entertaining as hell it's it's very funny i mean like you will be laughing non stop it is so funny and you have mahesh babu mahesh babu doing his thing it's it's mahesh babu's funniest role also and you have mahesh babu in his in his full on mass mode in a couple of sequences and it's 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 insane it's out of the world shit but it's also a very very meaningful film that talks about seeing god in humans interesting okay yeah we we always tend to uh, you know exalt our heroes right we glorify our heroes we we tend to compare our heroes with gods but yeah. in, in that film also it's a very long discussion again so basically i'm saying that kaleja is a very wonderful film it does okay. very meaningful with with its uh with its star and with its formula Uh, but no, if that's your go-to film that you recommend to anyone looking to sort of step their toes and try Telugu cinema, then I think is a is a great note. Talent. Uh, but uh, but thank you for this, Ram. Thank you for uh, letting me pick your brain. And also, I guess in all of this, between all the pan-India films and the massive blank checks and the stars and the big Instagram creatives, we just hope that because we know we're going to get a billion more of those. 
We just hope there yeah. is some more focus on storytelling because when those two things come together, uh, like you've said a thousand times, it is bloody magic. It's no unstoppable, man. I mean, like if when that happens, you know, an entertaining film and a meaningful film. Oh my God! So that's why I like Jawan so much. So, yeah. yeah. And something that's not just a proposal. I mean, probably Bahubali yeah. still me one of my favorite examples. Something that really is it's, yes, it's everything you want, but it's also just an incredibly well told story. You know that that's all. See exactly. I want people to make films, not projects. Yeah. Yeah. Project is what happens when you have the dates of an actor, the dates of a star, that uh, the dates of a star. Okay, well, let's put them together. Yeah, uh, those things are not exciting. If you want to tell a story and you need that star, that's when you know magic happens. Let's hope more. Uh, magic happens more often yeah yeah because i again yeah, in an age of uh, you know people who are understandably very risk averse scared of the box office scared of what's working let's hope for fewer projects and more films but thank yeah. you so much hey thanks for having me i hope i made sense uh, you did you made a lot of sense generally i'm not just saying that you did and i i just think it's such an interesting industry and it's really cool to uh, help you get us to navigate it thanks man thanks thank uh, glad to be of uh, little help If you like the show drop us a rating on your favorite podcast platform a film companion original